0: Blog
1: Talk Radio For all the news you need to know Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show Where great people and great topics Are brought together for stimulating And thought-provoking conversation Brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network
2: Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. want to say happy Tuesday to you guys out there. hope you had a fantastic weekend. hope that this week is kicking off on a great and a positive note for you guys. And so guess what, folks? We got a special guest. Uh, she has come to visit us once before, but more so on the portrait flip side at the uh, b 5 Poetic Lounge. Uh, but this time, ladies and gentlemen, she is back. And I'm talking about no other than uh, Arthur. Arthur Arthur now Tiffany Upchurch Rivera you guys she's coming on we're gonna be talking about her book entitled Ruined womb from infertility to inspiration and uh, man I can't tell you um, how many inboxes and how many emails I received uh, when we started promoting this show uh from women who had um, experienced Uh, The very things that Tiffany um, is going to be talking to you guys about today, Uh, reached out and said, hey, I'm there. I'm going to be tuned in. Some people said, hey, I'm going to be working, but I'm going to be listening anyway. So a lot of people are going to be tuned in today. And I thank you, thank you, thank you guys uh, for tuning in and supporting this new author. Um, I'm excited about having her on the show um, to share this. Uh, because I think that a lot of times we often go through things, but we don't realize how many people um, have gone through the various things that we have in our lives. And so today, folks, we're going to get into that. Uh, If you're out there, maybe you got a question, maybe you got a comment, maybe you want to share your own personal story with us tonight, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number, you guys. Uh, Feel free to hit me on uh, Facebook at Bianca Fly uh with your questions or on Twitter at Butterfly Show. Um I would definitely um love to answer any questions that you have. Um and I will ask of our guests tonight uh, so you guys can get the answers and all the information that you need. So nevertheless folks you guys um, know that, as always, the beautiful Butterfly Show is brought to you by YRN 1328. That means you listen to the show that's being broadcast globally. It's a big shout-out to YRN 1328, you guys, doing major themes, major themes. And, um, of course, we want to continue to send um, our prayers um, and our thoughts out to all of our Houston family. Uh, we got a great Houston family that supports us uh, through this show. We want to let you guys know that we love you, uh, we're supporting you, we're willing to do whatever we can over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show, NYRN 1328, uh, to help you in any way that we can. Uh, so just know that our prayers are with you, uh, you're in our thoughts, you're in our prayers, and uh, guess what, you're going you're gonna to make it through, you guys, you're going to make it through. So. Of course uh, We're going to keep the show rolling you guys And we got to pay those bills of course But we're going to come back And we're going to welcome my special guest Of the evening you guys Tiffany Upchurch Rivera Right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show
3: Check out the creative work Of the author Trent Williams Of
0: www.taylorkennedymedia.com Chapter of the Delta Gives us a peek at his life changing events And if that's not enough Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen.
3: His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, take a
0: look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his works available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers.
2: And welcome back everyone to the beautiful butterfly show. And as stated earlier in the show, you guys, uh, tonight we welcome our special guest, Tiffany Upchurch Rivera. You guys, we're gonna talk about her book entitled Ruin Womb. From infertility to inspiration, you guys. And um, of course, for you guys who may not know who she is, I'm allowing her to reintroduce herself to you guys. So we're gonna welcome our special guest of the evening, you guys. Tiffany, you there?
3: Yes, I'm here. How are you? And thank you so much for having me on your show.
2: Absolutely fantastic. I'm doing great. Uh thank you for joining us this evening.
3: Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me and for having me. I'm so humble and excited.
2: Absolutely, and as I was stating earlier in the show, uh, last time you came on, we we did the poetry spin, and you shared some poetry spoken word uh, with us. And so this time, we are definitely putting our hats in a different direction. Uh, you are a new author, and so tell us how did it? How did this process come about? When did you? Um, of course, let me back up for a minute. For those folks who may not know who you are, uh, tell them a little bit about yourself.
3: Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, my name is Tiffany Upchurch Rivera, a.k.a. B. Renee. That is my poetic name. Um, I started writing since I was 12. I started writing poetry, and um, my poetry basically turned into a self-published book. I just self-published my book. Um, it was this year, I think it was June the 7th, um, I self-published my book called Ruined Wounds from, In- from Infertility to Inspiration. And um, and the book is basically like a collection of poems, a collection of prayers, a collection of, of questions that are used to encourage those women, those families, anyone basically that has gone through or know anybody that has gone through infertility, miscarriages, etopic pregnancies, or any type of child loss. So um, I'm hoping that tonight that, um, you know, hopefully I can encourage somebody, whoever's listening, hopefully somebody will call in and share their story as well because that's what it's all about. It's about us encouraging one another and, um, and us letting each other know, like, hey, you're not alone. Like, hey, there's somebody else that's been through the very same thing you've been through. And
2: they got through it, you know, so. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so for you, um, when when did this process begin? When did uh, you discover, you know what, I want to share this part of my life uh, with others who may have went on similar journeys? When did it come to you about creating um, this book?
3: Okay. Well, my family and I, we suffered infertility for seven, eight years. Um, I've wow. gone through two, two ectopic pregnancies, and for mm-hmm. those people that are listening, um, the ectopic pregnancies is when a pregnancy happens in your tube, in your fallopian right. tube, and right. um, and they have to emergent, they have to um, do emergency surgery because if not, it could kill you. And so, um, I had those two like. So um, it didn't really hit me that I should share it um, until 2015. Um, mm-hmm. I was sitting in my dining room, and how, how I write as an author, like I write in, like, outline form. And so mm-hmm. I had three different outlines of three different books I wanted to write, including this one. And so I was sitting in my living room table and I was like, God, which one should I start and finish? Because I've always wanted to be an author. You know, like I always wanted to be an author. Like even before I thought about writing poetry, I wanted to become an author. I wanted to be that woman that was the one that would travel and encourage different women from different cities and different states. And so um so yeah, I was sitting on my table and I was like, God, which one should I start? Which one should I finish? Mm-hmm. and I closed my eyes. I closed my eyes and and I started like mixing the outlines together. And then um and then I placed my hand on a piece of paper and immediately I saw the cover of this book. And so that's what inspired me to start this book and to actually share my journey with the world. <laughs> absolutely,
2: absolutely.
3: For you um through this process,
2: um, a lot of times, um, just numerous women who have experienced uh, the loss of children through uh, ectopic pregnancies, uh, miscarriages, and so forth, a lot of times people don't realize really the, the mental and emotional state that one goes mm-hmm. through um, throughout that time period. And so for you, Uh, Because I know as as women in general, you know, when we set out to do something, we want to get it done, you know, so Mm -hmm. if we, you know, find out that we are pregnant, we're trying to do everything we can to make sure that we are in good health and all of these different Mm -hmm. things. And so for you uh, to go through not one, but two pregnancies um, like that, how did it affect you emotionally and mentally throughout that whole process?
3: Oh man! It just it tore me up all to pieces, like it was um it was like a collection of emotions that would go through my body but um, but the number one emotion i felt i felt um i'm not I'm not sure how to explain it, but I felt less than i felt i felt like I was nothing um I felt like I was useless, you know, especially as a wife, and you know you see. Um, you know, you see all these families and you know, having child as a child and even just the thought of being a wife, like you're thinking that your major role in being a wife is to expand the family. And so me being a wife, you know, I just naturally felt like, Okay, you know, I I can't even give my husband what he wants. So what good am I? I'm nothing. You know what I'm saying? If I if I you know if i if I can't have a child with him, I'm nothing, then he can't like I'm not useful right you know what I'm right, like, right you know in my like in my head, I'm thinking, you know if I can't give him this, he's gonna step out, he's gonna get another woman pregnant, and he's gonna be satisfied and um these are the conversations that came up so emotionally, I was broken emotionally i was i felt useless emotionally I felt Suicidal emotionally, I felt like um, I felt like everybody else was better than me. Um, right. I felt like everybody else was blessed and I was cursed or something, you know. So um, it just it just really took a toll on me, mainly mainly emotionally, than it did physically.
2: Absolutely.
3: And and, and that process,
2: because oftentimes, uh, like you said, there are those thoughts, Okay, um, you know, if I if I can't have children, you know, my husband's going to find someone, you know, again. And and you're thinking all of these, um, you know, these negative thoughts and so forth. And Mm -hmm. so for you um, doing that process, how did you uh, work yourself through uh, getting over or getting through that, as far as thinking like that and, and and being in your feelings, so to speak. How did you work yourself through uh, to get out of that slump when these situations would occur with you?
3: Wow, that's a loaded of question, and <laughs> I must say that yeah, yeah. it is. It's a lot of <laughs> and I must say that I'm still a work in progress because yeah, um, even even to this day, it'll be something that triggers the thought Of me not being able to hold my children, you know what I'm saying? And I have to just Mm -hmm. continue to remind myself. And I'm sorry if I get emotional, but Mm -hmm. it still hits home for me. Um, Yeah. So the number, the number, like the number of things that really helped me to get through is number one, God, putting God Mm -hmm. first. Like I pray. Mm -hmm. I pray all the time, and I just, I just pour out my feelings to him, and I say, God, I'm still broken over this, So I'm like, right. God, encourage my heart, like, like, God, like, take this pain from me, like, God, like, you know what I'm saying, like, I just, I just have a one-on-one conversation with him, and um, so that helps, and then also my family, like, my husband, and my son, especially my son, he really helps me to be encouraged, like, he tells me all the time, like, listen, Mom, just know I'm proud of you. Just know I love you. You know, just know I'm here for you. And that, that encourages me. So um, Go God, my family, and then having that strong support of friends. Like, um you know, like I have those friends to this day that would still be like, okay, Tiffany, I know that this is still bothering you. Instead of you mm-hmm. isolating yourself like you used to, instead of you um, not talking about it, You know, like instead of you being ashamed about it or whatever, talk to me about it. I don't care. I don't care how many times you talk to me about it. I don't care how many times you cry. I don't care how many memories you have of this loss. I'm your friend. I'm here. And so having friendships like that, that's priceless. And everybody needs friends like that that can say, you know what, um, you know, you know what I'm saying, like. And, you know, I, I, I give you a prime example, like, especially with those women or friends that are pregnant, you know, and you're still going through your loss. Like, it's something special to have pregnant friends that are like, you know what, um, even though I'm happy with my pregnancy and I'm happy that I'm giving birth to life, listen, to me. I'm still here for you. Like, I mm-hmm. still feel your pain even though I'm bringing forth life. Physically. Absolutely. It's like, I still Absolutely. feel your pain, and I'm still here to to hear your pain, you know. And so things like that have gotten me through.
2: Absolutely. You know, and one of the things um, that reminded me of when you said that is I remember when um, I had found out um, that I was pregnant. And I remember... Uh, A lot of my friends around that time. It was like a circle. It was was like five of us. So everybody was getting pregnant, like, in a certain time span. It seemed to be around each other. But when I got pregnant, I had two friends uh, within less than two to three months of each other who lost their babies. And I found Mm -hmm. it for me to be very hard to talk to them, you know, about my pregnancy, because I didn't want to seem insensitive. And I feel like sometimes people don't always know what kind of conversation to have, or they don't know what to say. And one of my best Mm -hmm. friends told me, said, you know, you being pregnant, you know, is a blessing. And don't, you know, don't cover that up for, you know, the things that I've experienced. She said, actually, hearing Mm -hmm. you talk about your pregnancy, your journey, helps me. In a way, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. so do mm-hmm. you think a lot of times with these situations, some people just don't know what to say? Or the other uh, perspective of this that I've heard from women who have lost children is that some people just expect you to get over it. You know, it happened. All right, get over right. it. You know, right. like, you and, know, you thinking and, like, and
3: okay. you know what? <laughs> and you know what? That, um, you know, that, that just makes me remember how my husband was, 'cause that's how he yeah. was starting out in this. He was like, Okay yeah. and and okay, like you had a loss. It happens all the time. Cause you need to get over it. You know, you know, that right. was that was um that was during the first Etopic pregnancy, but the second one actually happened on his birthday. So um so that one hit a little bit more closer home to him and um and he actually started to see like, hey You know, it does take time for a person to, you know, to heal or to grieve properly. And you should never rush anybody that's grieving. You should never rush anybody that's hurting. Just be there. Just be a friend. Just say, hey, I'm here. I don't care how long it takes. It can take you 10 years. (laughs) But just know I'm here for you all of those 10 years, you know. You need friends like that. You need people like that.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I think, you know, the the sad part is um, when it comes to a lot of things, I'm just going to say the the grieving process, when it comes to the grieving process, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. people have a way of wanting to put kind of like a time, you know, a time stamp um, Mm -hmm. on grieving you know okay you you should grieve for such and such amount of time and 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 then let it go and everybody's process you know is very different and it goes back to what you were saying you know even now you know you still have moments where certain things will trigger you know different emotions uh within Mm -hmm. yourself and so i think that a lot Mm -hmm. of times we have to be, um, you know, sensitive to people's um, grieving process because everybody grieves differently. You know, some people may yeah. like, OK, well, I'm I'm over that and move on. Whereas some people, you know, it just takes them a while to to get through. And so uh, for you throughout this process um, uh, of going through this, because as as women, you know, we we. We want the kids, we wanna have the family life and so forth. Did you find mm-hmm. that because you have a son do mm-hmm. you think that and, and and I and I and I like to ask this question because I've heard certain women talk about when they have another child but they've experienced losses, do you think that sometimes your grief um kind of transcends over into your relationship with your son. So are are there moments where you, you look at him, you know, and you wish like, oh, I wish I had the, you know, these other children as well. And so sometimes parents find it hard to develop a relationship, you know, with that other child because they're mourning the loss of another one, if that makes sense.
3: Yeah, 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 that totally makes sense. And I'll um... – before I answer that question, I will make a comment on what you mm-hmm. said uh, a few minutes ago just uh-huh. about um people, you know, sometimes sometimes people feel like you should get over it already. Right and right. um and a comment that I have for that is the reason why um I'm so hurt by it is because the journey, the journey that right. I've I've had has been horrific. It's right. been um it's been very, very hard for me because I feel like I've tried everything. I feel like I've tried every fertility treatment. I feel like I've tried, um, you know, I've tried IUI, I've tried the pills, I've tried the um you know, I've tried the what you call it, the shots. Like I've tried every single thing and nothing has worked for me except for prayer. That's the only thing that has worked for me. So okay. I would say like to those people, you know, that that feel like, oh, you should get over already, I would say to them, Don't judge me. Don't 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 judge me. Don't tell me how long I should take. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that at all. Because if you haven't walked in my shoes, then you don't know the pain that I've felt.
0: Right. You know, Absolutely.
3: You so so, instead of so tell, instead of telling me that just be there as a friend. But um okay, so I'll answer this question. <laughs> okay, so well how I feel about it um um I I love my son completely and everything that took place happened after my son. And right. so I just I just I just reassured my son like, "Hey, I love you regardless if I have another kid or not. I love mm-hmm. you. You are my son. You are here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've, I've birthed you, you know. I can see you. I can hold you. You know what I'm saying? So right. I cherish you even the more, you know. And um, how I feel about it, like, I don't feel no other child can replace him or, or, you know, or he can replace another child. I mean, I just feel like he's him. He's special. But um like the part that gets me is the fact my son will remind me. My mm-hmm. my my son will say, Mom, how come I made it and my siblings didn't? Mom, wow. Mom, I wonder what my siblings look like. Mom, wow. how come my siblings died? Mom, are you gonna have another sibling? Mom, I feel sad because I don't have siblings. Mom, I don't want to go over my friend's house because they got three siblings, and I'm thinking about my siblings that died. I mean, having conversations like that, it tears you up as a parent.
0: Right, right.
3: It tears you up because I'm not the one that's bringing it up. He is. He's hurting.
0: Yeah.
3: You know, he he's hurting because he sees that I endured a loss, and he's wondering, well, well, gosh, like is mommy okay? Like you know, he's he, he's concerned about me. He and and he's hurting too. And so, you know, if you're a parent and you and you already have a child, you know, and you went through miscarriages and things like that, definitely talk to your children. Definitely talk to your child about that because it's been many times I've I've had to sit my son down and me and him have cried together, and I've yeah. said. And I said, Elijah, you're special. I'm glad that you're here. I love you so much. And just know I'm, I'm here for you, but also know that I feel you're hurt, too. And it's okay for you to cry. It's okay for us to have these conversations, you know. You can Absolutely. have as many conversations as you want with me about this. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for you. So, you know, and that's That's all I can do as a parent is just sit and have quality time with him and try to explain it to the best of my ability on his level that he's able to understand.
2: Absolutely. And of course uh, What I want to do is I want to take a quick break Because we do have some
3: um, questions From
2: some listeners Um, We want to get answered on the air So what we're going to do is We're going to take a little short break you guys But we're going to come back with more Tiffany Upchurch Rivera you guys Author of Ruined Womb From Infertility to Inspiration Right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show
0: Hey
2: everyone It's me Lisa from the Conversations with Trent show featuring, you guessed it, me. Be sure to tune in Friday nights, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, as we strive to guide you to greater authentic living. Right here on your radio network, YRN 1328.
0: Hey, y'all, it's Coach Michelle Jackson, and when I'm not busy coaching, motivating, or writing, I listen to Bianca Fly on the Beautiful Butterfly Show.
2: And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. And, of course, uh, folks, make sure you send those questions over to me. uh, Facebook, Bianca Fly, and Twitter um, at Butterfly Show, you guys. And so I'll be uh, happy to ask them here live on the air. And so, of course, uh, Tiffany, we got a question coming from Rhonda from Atlanta. She wants to know, how did the loss, Um, of of your two pregnancies affect, truly affect the relationship between you and your husband? Hello? Can you hear me? Tiffany, can you hear me? Hello? Tiffany, can you hear me? Yes, hello? Okay, can you hear me? Okay. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Uh, uh, Rhonda from Atlanta wants to know, how did the loss um, of those two pregnancies affect the foundation um, of your marriage?
3: Oh, wow. Well, first I would say thank you, Rhonda from Atlanta. Thank you so much for calling in and for taking your time to listen and call in. I, I appreciate your question and your presence. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I would say that um, I would say that in the beginning it really shook our foundation to the core. Like it really crumbled it, um, and we were on the verge of divorce, really. And wow. um, and it shook it because I said it before. My husband was the type to where he would say, "Oh, well, it was just a loss. Get over it." I mean, it was it was not only your baby but mine too and I'm fine so get over it and we just try again. You know, instead of him being compassionate, instead of him wanting to know, well why is it hurting you so bad? Well like what's going on emotionally, you know, um and so it really shook our foundation because he didn't see where he was wrong. He didn't see where he needed to be more compassionate, more sensitive. Um he not he didn't see it he he didn't see where he was wrong until I had my second ectopic pregnancy on his birthday. And then he started to just feel like, oh man, like, you know, this is, this is bigger than the both of us. Like I really need to be there for my wife. I really need to, to support her. Like I really need to treat her the way she needs to be treated. You know, like I really need to be sensitive towards her. Um, so that's what changed in his mind, and then also what really changed in his mind and what really changed our marriage to go in a positive direction is, um, is actually after I self-published this book, and, um, and he started seeing women who I didn't even know just inbox me, like, hey, author, hey, Tiffany, thank you so much for Releasing this book, thank you so much. Because you don't know, I went through four miscarriages. I went through this. I went through that, and I felt like I was all alone. You know, he saw those messages, and that really clicked in his head. Like, wow, Tiffany, you are really making a difference. Wow, Tiffany, I really don't care if you, if you don't have another child physically. You're blessing other women. You're 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 encouraging other women who you don't even know. That's big, <laughs> you know, so now, so now he's supportive. Now he really has my back, and, um, and we'll have those conversations now to where he's sensitive and he understands me better um, emotionally.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that a lot of times um, through this process, uh, when we think of um, a woman experiencing uh, a loss, we don't always think about her husband or or the or the boyfriend or, you know, who, who's involved. We don't always take accountability of their feelings and how they're feeling in it, and just listening. You talk about how your husband, you know, said, "Well, you know, I lost a child too." you know, and Mm -hmm. we all know that men definitely, (laughs) they definitely handle things a lot differently. (laughs) (laughs) A lot differently than men as women. You know, men can be going through, like, the craziest storm of their life, and they're, like, cool, calm, and collective. You know, they're to themselves, and so you may not even know anything is going on, whereas women, we show it, you know, Mm -hmm. through our emotions, Mm -hmm. whether that's tears or being depressed or what have you, but Here's another question um, from Rodney from California, which is an excellent question. He wants to know, what advice do you offer husbands um, who can be more supportive to their mates during these difficult moments? He says, when my wife experienced this years ago, I really never knew what to say or what to do to comfort her during these difficult times, and she still has moments where she gets down on herself for what happened what happens because she blames herself. How can husbands support their wives um through these moments? That's an excellent question.
3: Wow. Wow, well, thank you so much, Rodney, from California for writing that question and for joining in this conversation. Thank you so much to you and your family. Um, That's a loaded question, and thank you for answering that. I mean, thank you for asking that. Um, Well, I wish that my husband was on the call (laughs) with me. But um, how I would answer that is first, be there for your wife. Don't – don't make her feel bad, just like continue to remind her like, Hey, this is not your fault. You're still beautiful. Um, I'm still with you. You know, and I, I think I think like the most important thing a husband can say to his wife is that I will never leave you doing this. That I will never leave you for another woman and get her pregnant. I will never leave your side. We are in this together that's the most important thing a man can say to a woman because at first in the beginning, when me and my husband went through this, my husband did not say that. My husband said the total opposite. He would say, well, you need to get over it because it was my loss too. And I'm tired of hearing you talking about it. You know, um, it's taking you too long to get pregnant again. You know, I might as well go do this with another woman, you know, things like that. And, um, and that, that tore me down even further <laughs> than I already felt. But, um, but again, like, it didn't really hit him on the head until our second ectopic pregnancy, until after I self-published this book. And then he started to realize, wow, I was an idiot. Wow, I was a fool to talk to you like that. You know, I should have never treated you like that. I should have never talked to you like that. You know what? I'm not, I'm never going to leave your side. I'm right here with you. You are special to me. I love you. And just know we will get through this. And, like, comfort her. Like, if you need to give her a massage or um, give her, like, a spa day, you know, just show her that, hey, you're still my wife and I still value you, Um, you know, With a child or without a child, I still value you, and we're in this together.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And and I think that that is the thing that, you know, making sure that you have that support uh, that you need uh, from your loved ones. And so what do you think it was? Because I heard you mention, you know, it was a very rough time uh, throughout um you know the marriage of dealing with this and there was those thoughts okay like maybe we should get divorced maybe we should go our separate ways what do you believe it was that brought you guys back together um uh, it kind of healed both of you guys
3: okay well i would say that it's still a work in progress you know these yeah. day. i mean yeah. you know we still we still have our moments you know Right. again where right. something will Something would trigger a memory, and I will right. just died, you know. Yeah. But now the difference is he has learned to listen to me. He has right. learned to um, try to understand my feelings. I think before he heard me, but he wasn't listening to my feelings. He didn't care to listen because he was hurting, and he didn't know how to handle the loss either. You know, because he had friends that had more than one child. So he didn't, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, he didn't, he didn't know who to go to, and neither did I. So, you know, so he took it really hard. And, you know, and, and like, instead of us consoling each other, he turned on me, you know, in, you know, in, in, in the very beginning you know he he would say hurtful things because he didn't understand how how to handle it in a positive way you know but now but now he sees it but now he knows how to how to handle it in a positive way now he's more sensitive on what he says you know and he um and i see him now that he stops himself like especially like if he's about to say something that he feels might be hurtful towards me, he'll stop himself. He'll be like, you know what, I don't, I don't even need to say that. And I, and I go what? And he'll be like, no, you don't, you don't need to worry about it because, I mean, you know, because it would have been, it would have, it would have been something that I would have said that I would have hurt you even more. And I don't want to hurt you anymore. I want to be by your side. I want to show you that I'm here for you, Tiffany. That I support you, Tiffany. And I'm not gonna leave your side. That's
2: beautiful. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that, you know, the the thing about it is that it's amazing how a lot of times different things can definitely um, test marriages. You know, when when people get married, uh, you know, I think a lot of people underestimate that you're going to go through tests. You know, and sometimes you're going to have to figure out how we're going to make it through. And like you said, there are still days where, you know, things happen, which it does in all marriages, in all relationships. And and the best thing is that you guys keep pushing through. Um, Let's see here. Eleanor uh, from Illinois. uh, She wants to know during those moments uh, where you feel those triggers coming on or a memory reminds you of your loss, what ways have you learned to cope with that or get yourself through that, um, through that process?
3: Wow. Well, thank you so much, Eleanor, for writing that question and for tuning in. I would say that I'm still learning how to find positive ways yeah. to deal with those triggers. Um, the number one thing that really helps me is prayer and scripture. Um, I'm not sure where your faith is or anything like that, but for me, um, the number one scripture that I read and that I try to really receive and absorb is Jeremiah 29 and 11, you know, where it says that God knows the plans that he has for me, and and it's to give me a future and a hope, you know, and I just, I try, I try my best to just keep reading that and to keep reminding myself, hey, God has a plan in all of this. Like I'm, I may not see it, I may not understand it, but God has a plan and and it's to give me a future and a hope. And you know what? If God has a plan to give me a future and a hope, then I need to keep encouraging myself. Then I need to keep, um, you know, then I need to keep up, uplifting myself and others. Then I need to keep, keep myself positive, you know, then I need to, you know, like if I need to share some tears, then go ahead on and shed some tears. But I should never, never beat myself down ever again the way that I did before because I did blame myself for years. Right, right.
2: Absolutely. I blamed
3: myself. I blamed myself for years, and I was, I was ashamed. I was ashamed, and, you know, and I was like, wow, nobody's going to love me. Because I lost these two babies. Like it must have been something I did. And wow. it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. anything that I did. You know? Absolutely. I'm sorry, getting a little bit emotional but Oh no. It wasn't I, it's definitely, understandable. You know? definitely. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't anything that I did that caused me not to hold my babies. It wasn't yeah. anything that I did. You know, and Absolutely. I had to keep reminding myself that. Every Absolutely. single day and i had to keep my head high every single day so that's how i get through it every single day i just encourage myself nonstop or i try to <laughs> yeah you know? yeah
2: absolutely do you is there a part of you that believes that and i hate to use the word get over but is there a part of you that believes that you will eventually i'm going to say handle the emotions from the losses better than than you are now? Do you believe that someday you're going to be able to deal with them um, a lot better? I know you won't forget because you won't forget, but mm-hmm. do you think you'll be able to deal with sometimes those emotions or whatnot better?
3: Mm, that's a loaded question, and honestly, I haven't thought about that. Yeah. Um, but... Um, I would say that ever since I did write this book and you know and now that it's out and people are reading it, um you know it does um what's the word? It does give me a sense of um a sense of importance to say, you know what I matter because I wrote this book and it's gonna be used to encourage other women, and you know what if i if I would have beat myself up um. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like, I feel like, like, I feel like, you know, if I would have beat myself up to the lowest point of suicide, then I would not be here. Right. And, um, like, I think me, me, like, continue to talk about it and, and like other women to just reach out to me and say, hey, Tiffany, your book touched me. Um, it does help me to kind of, um, what's the word, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to say get over it, but it does help me. Like, it does ease the pain of the loss. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it does does, does ease that pain of the loss, you know, when you can talk to somebody else about it. And, you know, and even hearing other stories of other women, I dealt with it too because you don't feel like you're by yourself. You feel like, oh, man, like, there's somebody else that went through something Even worse, you know, I'm going through two losses. This woman went through six, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, like
0: wow,
3: like wow, you're strong to go through that, you know. And you're and they're, you know, and they're also looking at you like, well, wow, you're strong for writing a book. And then it's like, okay, you know, know? so it does help, it does help,
2: absolutely, absolutely. Uh, what we're going to do, you guys, we're going to take a short uh, music break, you guys, and uh, when we come back. We're going to see what Tiffany wants the, the readers to walk away and take away uh, from when they read Ruined Womb from Infertility to Inspiration. And she's also going to let you guys know uh, where you can go to purchase it uh, and all of those great things. So we're going to take a little break, you guys. We're going to come back with more right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show.
0: You did it. You made a way. Standing here, not knowing how we'll get through this test, but holding on to faith, you know that nothing can catch you by surprise. You got watching us now And when it looks as if we can't win Wrap right within your armor step in And everything we need you to supply you got this in control And now we know that you i not bad.
2: And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly, you guys. And, of course, um, tonight, you ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking with our guest, Tiffany upchurch Rivera, you guys, about her book entitled Ruined Womb, uh, From Infertility to Inspiration. And uh, a lot of folks are eager to find out uh, where they can purchase this book. Uh, but for, before we get into that, Tiffany, I wanted to ask you, at the end of the day, when people read this book, what do you want them to be able to take away um, when they re- read Ruined Wound" from Infertility to Inspiration?
3: So at the end of the day, once you read my book, I want you to feel like that this journey that you've been on, whether whether you're the woman or... The family member or the friend that's going through this or whoever you are, I want you to feel like that you're never alone. Like, I want you to get a sense of, um, what's the word? Uh, I want you to get a sense of togetherness. I want you to get a sense of, hey, there's other women that are going through this. Like, I don't have to isolate myself. Right. You know, I don't have to feel ashamed about this. I don't have to beat myself up and feel like it's my fault.
1: You know, right. I
3: don't have to feel worthless. I don't have to feel useless. Like, I don't have to feel like that because I'm none of those things, you know. And so that's why that's why I want you to get a sense of when you read my book. I want you to get a sense of peace, a sense of comfort, a sense of inspiration, a sense of love, a sense of, hey, there's somebody else that understands my story. You know, so I pray that whoever gets this book, I pray that it encourages you. I pray that it encourages your family. You know, I pray that it encourages the the women and the men. I pray that I pray that the men, you know, um, as they see their woman read this book, like I pray that they get a sense of you know what I need to stand by her side you know what, uh, no no other woman can take her place and no other man can take my place. We're in this together, and, hey, we're not leaving each other's side. We're going to get through this together. So all of that in a nutshell is what I want people to get when they read my book.
2: Absolutely. For you, um, Tiffany, how do you believe that through all that you've experienced and, and still have those moments um, of, of going through, how, how did Tiffany get to her inspiration? How did you keep your inspiration going or rediscover it? How, did, how does Tiffany keep her inspiration?
3: Well, wow, that's a loaded question. Thank you for <laughs> asking me that. <laughs> you always asking me loaded questions. <laughs> <laughs> I always ask me load of questions, and that's that's why I love this show so much. <laughs> um, I would say that um, my first inspiration came from God, because yeah. no matter where I go, He always sends those sends those messages to my heart. He always sends somebody within my path to say, you know what, you're worth it, Tiffany. Keep your head up, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I don't care where I'm at. He always sends somebody nearby me to encourage me, you know. So I would say my first inspiration came from God. And then, um, two, I would say the inspiration came from a vision that God gave me. You know, if God would have never gave me this vision of the cover, I would have never wrote it. Never. In a million years, I would have never wrote this book. I hope you guys hear me good. If God would have never given me the vision of this book, I would have never wrote it. Wow. So, I would say first and foremost, I thank God. He gets all the praise. He gets all the honor, all the glory. He gets, he gets it all first. After that comes my family and my close friends, my best friends. You know, so that's where my inspiration comes from.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Tiffany, for those women who um, have experienced the loss of babies, maybe in the past, maybe yesterday, today, what is your words of of hope
3: um, or inspiration to them? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Ah, well, I just got shields. So for those women, for those families that had just went through a loss, um, know that it's not your fault. Don't beat yourself up. Um, I would say that first and foremost. I would say to... Um, I would say to to those women, to those families, to talk it out. Don't isolate yourself. Don't commit suicide. Um, Share with people that you trust how you feel. Um, I would say it's okay to cry. It's okay to cry and to cry and to cry until you can't cry anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever is going to ease that pain, then do it. Um, of course, in a healthy way. You know, I don't mean like drugs or alcohol or none of that, but um, find, I, I would say also find find something that makes you happy. Find something that brings you joy, uh, whether it be you going to the beach with your family, your friends, or you writing poetry, or you uh, being a painter and painting a, a canvas. Mm -hmm. Find something creative that makes you happy and start doing that because writing for me, writing is what helped as well. Like I mentioned, I mentioned God, my family and my friends that helped me get through it, but also me being creative in my own way, like me writing, me like listening to um, instrumental music. You know what I'm saying? Those mm-hmm. those those things help too. So um, hopefully, I've said something that can encourage these these women, these families that have gone through that. Um, you can you can get my book. You can purchase my book at uh PayPal. It's uh, PayPal. Dot me. Then the backlash or the backslash. Ruined Womb Book. And the book is fourteen dollars, but with shipping is nineteen ninety-five. And again, you can get the book at PayPal.me. The the backlash. Ruined womb book. Um you can you can also find me on Instagram at ruined womb book. You can find me on Facebook at Ruined Womb, from, from infertility to inspiration. Um, you can also find me on Facebook under my poetic name, which is B Renee. That's um, capital B dot capital R E-N-E-E. And you can also email me at ruinedwomb at gmail.com. And that's all lowercase.
2: So, uh, yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so, of course, uh, for the folks who want to connect with you on social media, uh, tell them how they can locate you and connect with you. If you might be doing uh, maybe a book signing or something in their city, how can people keep up uh, with you?
3: Okay. So people can definitely keep up with me with, with the social media outlets I just named, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Again, Instagram is Ruined okay. Womb Book. And then Facebook is uh, Ruined Womb, From Infertility to Inspiration. And then you can also email me. Like if you, um, like if you would like for me to be a vendor at, um at, say, like a women's conference or, say, like a, a small women's bible study or um you know what i'm saying or some type of inspirational event then please email me at ruined at com. you can reach me there as well
2: absolutely absolutely you guys and um what I would do, I would make sure that um, I put that PayPal link um, on my page in the Beautiful Butterfly Show page so that you guys are able to go and purchase this awesome book. And, uh, man, I, I definitely want to thank you. I, I thank you because a lot of times, as I said earlier in the show, we go through things and still continuously go through things throughout, you know, our lives um, that we don't realize how many other people, have experienced that, and they're looking for somebody who said, okay, I went through that, and and how did you get through that, and to be able to be that encouragement and inspiration to people that have dealt with that um, is truly, truly amazing, and I think that it was definitely um, courageous of you. Uh, to share this part of your life with so many people and for it to be impacting people the way that it has and that it will do. Um, I definitely commend you for that.
3: Oh, Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate that, and thank you for having me on your show. I really enjoyed being on your show the first time you met me as poet d renee (laughs) so i'm really honored to come back with the book so i definitely look forward to being back on your show with some more books with some more with, with some more inspirational poetry with some more information i look forward to that and um thank you to um everybody that tuned in thank you for the questions Thank yes. you for everybody that tuned in. Thank you, thank you, thank you, because um, I'm just I'm I'm just one person that went through it, but you guys, thank you so much because you guys encouraged me that um that yes, um, I'm on the right path. <laughs> you know, absolutely, like absolutely right by publishing it and um, by sharing it with so many people because you know you know. Um, before I self-published my book, I kind of stalled just for a second because I wasn't sure. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. This is kind of personal for me to share. I don't know <laughs> if it's gonna reach people. You right. Know, but um, but I could say that was furthest from the truth. You know, um, I've reached so many people, and um, and I pray that this book continues to.
2: Absolutely. And I definitely believe that it will definitely uh, continue to reach many people uh, and encourage them in more ways than one. And once again, uh, you're definitely always welcome um, on here. Come on the show Yay. and share with us and uh, keep us informed of the, the next book that uh, comes out or the poetry. Either way, um, we would definitely love to have you. And uh, just once again, thank you so much for coming on here. Truly enjoyed you.
3: No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I look forward to coming back very Very, 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 very
2: soon. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, of course, I hope you have a great uh, rest of your evening, and I'll be talking with you again soon.
3: Thank you so much. You, too. You enjoy your evening as well. And thank you to those listeners again. Y'all have a good night as well.
2: Absolutely. Bye-bye. All right, you guys. That was Tiffany Upchurch Rivera. You guys, make sure you go uh, connect with her on social media—Facebook, Instagram, Twitter—you name it. Connect with her. I'm going to be putting the information for the link for the book, so you guys can purchase it. Don't forget that is entitled "Ruined Womb: From Infertility to Inspiration," and she is truly an inspiration, you guys. And thank you so much to the listeners. Uh, the questions were magnificent. Uh, to those of you who are listening on the lines, I see all of you guys from all over and I appreciate every last one of you because guess what it would be no beautiful butterfly show without my fantastic uh, support base my butterflies I love you guys thanks for supporting and Coming up Thursday, you guys, um, this Thursday, we're going to have author um, LaVon and Angie Liddell are going to come on with their new collaboration book entitled He Said, She Said. It is definitely uh, a mouth dropping type of book. So, because uh, there's so much that goes on with this story of two people from two different sides of the tracks that come together and the things that transpire um, between them that could potentially destroy their relationship. So they're coming on this Thursday at 6 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you guys make sure you come over here and support our awesome authors. And guess what? If you want to be a guest on the Beautiful Butterfly Show, you can do that. Submit your bios to the Fly. At gmail, beflyshow at gmail dot com, and uh, let us know, and we'll get back to you and, and work things out so you can get on this show as well. And so with that said, folks, we're gonna get ready to get out of here. You gotta have a fantastic evening. I am B fly, and I'll see you on Thursday.
1: I'd like to thank you for tuning in. Please.